Hello, and welcome to another Beautifully Broken podcast. My name is Lori Rollinger, and I'm here with my mom, Sharon Ingram. Hello. Good to be with you. Good to be with you, too. Anything going on in your life this week? A few things, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're going to... um, It's been a a good week, but it's been full. (laughs) And, um, you know, I... We're going to be going back up to Prescott Pines. and Yeah, we got an opportunity that was to wonderful. Um, speak at a women's conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just do a breakout session, mm-hmm. but we have loved it. Well, last weekend was good. Yeah. So we'll be going back and doing it again this week. They have a full house at that conference again. So it's a back-to-back conference. So we'll be back up talking about trusting the good shepherd mm. in the hard times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely a message, not only for widows, but for everyone who's hurting. Absolutely. And there's so much hurt. And I know, like, when you're saying, yes, I've been busy, I feel like, um, you know, we can't complain because of COVID. We didn't have anything to do. So right. it's kind of nice to right. have things to do again. It is. It I'm is. finding I'm getting out of my house a lot more these days <laughs> than I have in the last couple of years. So it's, right. it's nice. Yeah. I get to see my neighbors. I'm like, hey, <laughs> neighbors, how are you? I know. I was so. out walking early this morning and um, actually, I didn't, there was, I guess, a gentleman walking his dog. Okay. So one person I did see while I was out, but it's so nice this morning. The weather's cooling off and. Yes. We can get out and and do those the walks that we like to do. This is a time of year where we remember why we love living in Arizona. Right. <laughs> because right. the mornings and the evenings are just so beautiful. It's wonderful. From now, I always say from now until about the middle of June. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. This is why we live here. It's right? beautiful weather. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about loneliness, which I know I struggle with as a widow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with my kids getting older, I find myself like rattling around in my house sometimes. And and I just think, oh, I'm so lonely. Yeah. I just need somebody to talk to me. So share with us what you found out about loneliness. Right, right. Loneliness has been a big issue for me. I mean, because I truly am alone. I don't have children living in the home. And um, and I had a lot of just the two of us, you know, after all of you kids were grown and out of the home, we did have some wonderful years of being two. Yeah, just you and Daddy. So now, being alone, I think maybe has been one of my hardest things. Hmm. Yeah. Just being alone. I mean, I've... I really found early on, um, like my great room, where basically everything would happen. We would be here together always. I did not like to be in this room. Hmm. So this room was really hard for me. And so I kind of... It just felt too big? It felt big. Uh And the, the, you know, the... Loneliness in this room because it was always where your dad and I sat and talked and, you know, watched it was quiet TV, watched things together. Now it just was 
my person. I wasn't sitting where yeah. he normally would sit. Yeah. So it felt overwhelming to me uh, to be in this room. I, I found, and I don't know if other widows would have, you know, would agree with me on this. I just kind of really had to find my place in my own home. Hmm. And I, I found I cocooned back in my bedroom to begin with. That's where I wanted to be. I don't know if it's smaller and more contained and there were walls and there were our quiet chairs, which often, you know, we would sit there and talk, but I don't know, for some reason that room felt comforting mm. to me. So even to begin with, in my early uh, days of widowhood, I even ate back there hmm. because I just couldn't take this larger space. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I wrote, I actually wrote a devotion on loneliness. And I used the scripture for this devotion. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 19. Days can be long and lonely as a widow. And the home filled with silence. But I am finding God knows exactly what I need, just like the scripture says. One evening, I received a text from my grandson who wanted to know if I was still up. It was late, but he and his dog were out taking a walk, and he wanted to stop by to see me. The evening was lovely, so I told him to come by. We sat out on my back patio where we chatted amid the light breeze and soft tinkling of the beautiful wind chimes a friend had sent me in memory of Don. My heart was refreshed with this short visit. In the early days of adjusting to being a widow, I found that the Lord knew how to give me encouragement and hope. Philippians 4.19 has taken on new meaning for me. Consider Paul who was suffering in prison and lonely while writing encouraging words about God supplying all our needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Hmm. God's resources were sufficient for Paul's loneliness, and they are sufficient for us too. Every day in my loneliness, God has graciously provided the strength I need to take that just one more step. When I feel alone, God knows just how to encourage me and give me what I need, like a late-night visit from a grandson and his dog. My God supplies all I need when I lean hard into Him and trust His tender care. Let me just pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful promise to supply whatever need I'm walking through with your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. In your precious name, amen. Amen. That is so good. What a great reminder that when we are in communication with God regularly, we can tell him exactly what we're thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. And he knows just what we need and can supply it for us at uh-huh. just 
the right time. And I love that phrase, you know, that God is never late, but he's never early. Right. Right. And sometimes that's frustrating, especially in our culture now, because we live in the microwave culture. Right. We want things right now. Right. Yeah. And loneliness can just be, you know, it can be like, actually, it, it is a step at a time, especially in those early weeks, months, maybe year. Um, just um, coming to grips with the fact, yes, this is my new life. Am I going to trust what the Lord is telling me in His Word? Am I going to take in His Word, maybe sometimes just a verse like this one that we talked about today, that He will supply my needs? Am I going to trust that? Mm. And so... I think I've shared before, as we've talked, you know, just in tears, saying, I need you, Jesus. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Please help me. And honestly, Lori, I just know he has. I, I know that step at a time, he has brought me comfort. Yeah, it's not been easy. Do I like loneliness now? I'm in my third year. No, I don't. But I don't know. I just feel um, I feel more content. I guess I would say hmm. in my loneliness that Jesus has been so faithful. I just keep trusting Him. I agree. I think for me, of course, loneliness um, at the beginning is deafening because, you know, your person is gone. But I think what inter was interwoven with my loneliness is my lack of self-identity. So not only was I sitting in quiet without my person, but I was sitting in turmoil about who am I without Greg? Mm-hmm. And for me, in these last seven years of loneliness when I get in that place where it's quiet and I'm, I can really sit and reflect, I think I allow God to really work on my person mm-hmm. and to let him show me who I am in him, that he loved me so much he died for me. If I was the only person here, right. he would have still come right. and died because he loves me that right. much. He loves us that much. Mm-hmm. And so I have worth. I have value. And my loneliness, because I'm missing my person, and I don't know who I am, what am I going to do? You know, it's mm-hmm. like it all compounds. Right. Like that grief just compounds, and and pretty soon you, you get spiraling. But I think in the loneliness, in the quiet, when there's nobody around, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm all alone, it's almost like God just whispers, I'm here, talk to me. And I've done so much growth in those quiet, lonely times where I'm reaching back out to God and saying, what is the future? Do I have a future? Who am I? What do you want me to be Mm -hmm. when I grow up? Like, What are these things? Because right now I'm sitting here and I'm super lonely and I feel alone Mm -hmm. and I feel defeated and I don't know who I am. And it's almost like he uses that space to be like, Girl, I got you. Right. I've got such big plans for you. And um, 
you know, recently I've just done some time alone <laughs> and, you know, I've picked up painting, which I really mm-hmm. love. And it's, it's a good time to sit and contemplate things. And I, I feel like God opening things up to in my heart that had been shut. shut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you have to wrestle with that right. loneliness, become content in it. And, and that takes be willing time. to grow from it. Yeah. And that just takes time. Mm-hmm. So I and I've seen how God is working in your life. You know, it begins to show on your face, your countenance, you're laughing, you know, mm-hmm. you're back to enjoying some things. Um and I would probably say the same for me. I've had people tell me, you know, that I look you know, happier. We've always talked about the grieving eyes. Yes. Because they are there. Mm-hmm. And um, grief is hard. But I just want to say, you know, someone might say, well, good for you girls that you feel like you're moving ahead. No, it takes time. Mm. And we're both still processing this. I think even the widow's we know who have been widowed longer than us, mm-hmm. that you're constantly processing. Absolutely. This was not the plan that you had. You mm-hmm. thought when you said those vows, those were, I mean, till death do you part, right. but you think. Oh, yeah. That's not going to happen to us. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it may. It, it may. And I know I have a dear friend. She's been widowed. I think she told me 10, 11 years that mm-hmm. um, has our devotional book, Surviving Widowhood. And she, I think she told me the other day, she was like on her second or third going through it. She said, it's so ministering to me because it, you know, there's just always still that layer hmm. that sometimes we need to go back and say, Lord, have I really, you yeah. know, have I really moved forward in this little area of my life or is the door still closed there right. on my heart? So I just have found it's just taking time, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly okay. But I think this is a great reminder of why we ask you to journal, mm-hmm. because it is good to go back, because especially if you're new, a new widow, right. and you're, you're processing through all of these feelings and pain, you will find that next year, there's still pain, right? but it might move to something else. Mm-hmm. There's always something that you're you're moving forward and you're changing. It's so hard, but please take some time to journal. Mm-hmm. Today we've asked you um, to journal about the loneliness because loneliness can make your soul hurt. Mm-hmm. It sure can. Oh my goodness. It just hurts so much. So Use this journal to write to God about the hurt and sorrow you're feeling. Ask God to bring people into your life, or maybe a hobby, or maybe a new job, or maybe something, anything, not necessarily to fill the void of your spouse, but something to bring contentment. Contentment and, you know, some joy back uh, to you, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I remember soon after... uh, your dad, my husband, died. You and and my grandson, who came with the dog, um, they you really wanted me to get a puppy, uh-huh. and I just um, resisted mm-hmm. because, first of all, I just didn't know if I could take anything on. Mm. 
And yet, um, and I'm glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I can just almost begin to, to feel, you know, there's, there is room now to maybe take something on. To love something again. I don't know why, because a dog, to me, solves a lot of problems. (laughs) (laughs) That's clearly why I have way too many dogs. Yeah, you do. You have a lot of of dogs. But but you love them, and they have brought joy and contentment to you, because they love you, you know, and they... They're another being in my home that I can talk to. And I feel like my dogs have such soulful eyes. Like when I look at them, Uh they see me. Uh (laughs) Well, also on uh, the days that we're doing podcasts, she's been bringing in uh, one of her dogs who is just a little favorite of mine. And he just loves coming here and seeing me. And I love having him. But, you know, and I think, well, he could spend the day with me. But. (laughs) When she gets ready, she, you know, and he can tell she's getting things ready, man, he will not let her out of his sight. He's going to follow you right to the door. And he just stares at the door. So don't try to keep me here. Uh, but anyway, he's, it's fun to have him come and he loves to come. But my boy, little Sebastian, he doesn't yeah, he's want a to sweet stay. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got to be with me. He's my little neurotic dog, uh-huh. but he's my grief dog. You know, mm-hmm. he, he has been. grieved with me. Yes. Yeah. You know, and let me cry on him. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. I so, dogs know. to me, they, they're everything. I love doggies. So, yes. Well, we hope that this devotional has been an encouragement for you. We hope that you know you're not alone because sitting in loneliness and, you know, the evil one loves this. He wants us when we're lonely to spiral down and feel like we have no one and nothing. Mm And, um, but don't stay there. Right. If you don't have friends, it's time to reach out, get back in church, join a small group, you know, well, call and there, your friends for right, and there's a grief share uh-huh. also around in some of our uh, the churches, perhaps where they they live. Um, you could look it up. You could Google it. See where one. I mean, a lot of people find hope by going to grief share, mm-hmm. and uh, just get you through. But you also are with other people, and you can process. Well, you notice we didn't say find another man or right. woman if right. you're uh, a widower. Mm-hmm. Because the the loneliness, the joy, all those things don't come in a person. Right. You have to find them mm-hmm. within you, who God made you. Right. And learn God. And then I'm not saying don't find another spouse, sure. but mm-hmm. loneliness doesn't have to be such a negative thing. And right. it doesn't have to be the solution mm-hmm. is finding somebody mm-hmm. else. The solution is finding you and who you are in Christ. Well, and I find, too, uh, as I look back on this thought of loneliness, um, the Lord has really uh, been so precious. I've learned new things from His Word Mm. by going there, especially the Psalms. They are so encouraging. And reading David and how he wrote, he was lonely, he was hurting, he was, he had sorrow, he had pain, and yet he cried out to God, and um, and the Lord heard him and gave him comfort. And so I've learned so much from this short period, really, for me, of um, widowhood, of just truly leaning into Jesus and leaning into His Word. Mm. 
He really does love us, and He really cares for our hurting hearts. So good. So we hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, would you please do us a favor and um, leave a review, rate us, and then if you are... um, If you are interested in our book, it's called Surviving Widowhood, and you can find it anywhere books are sold. And we'd ask that you leave a review and a rating there. It really does help people. Listen, we can all say, I know I do this. I look at the reviews. I want to know, like, is this worth my money? (laughs) So please, it really does help us, um, unless you hate it. You can (laughs) say that too. So anyways, we hope you have a good week. We'll see you next week. Great. Bye. Bye.